Go in, Jimbo. Go in. I'm James. And my name is Keena. At this point, I need my puffer. Welcome back <laughs> to Sissy That Pod. We're talking about Drag Race Canada episode four. Our favourite season, you know, oh my at the God. moment. Yes, I'm so in love with every aspect of this television programme. <laughs> it is so nice. <laughs> and another really strong episode today. This is a single-use challenge for queens have to design a line of fashion from either paper metal or plastic and joining us is the wonderful Gail Gorey for what I would say is another very strong episode of the podcast Definitely. where we talk about the queens making their single use outfits <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Gail Gorey he's an absolutely hilarious Irish influencer um, he just you know he's teaching the masses and making them laugh at the same time so definitely go check him out over on Instagram and Twitter until then let's welcome Gail Gorey to Sissy That Pod Gail Gorey, thank you for joining us today to talk Drag Race Canada. How have you been enjoying it so far? Oh, I have to say, it's actually been class. Compared to, I know it's not a unique opinion, but All Stars was a bit Mm lacklustre, a bit predictable. But this is like the fresh flavour we needed. Yeah. So weird, but yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Flavour! So before we get into the episode, do you want to share with people where people can find you online? You are like an Irish language influencer. Yeah, um, an, an Irish language <laughs> chunker. Chunker. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, I'm everywhere. Um, Ash Gale Gorey, so G A Y, really groundbreaking stuff here. Yeah. Um, but mainly on Instagram, to be honest. So G A Y G E O I R. Oh God, it's a spelling test. G A Y. I can't even oh, spell we have people oh, from it, outside I'm... Ireland that you know that listen that might want to follow you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Up your international influence, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My forehead is actually sweating. I don't know if I can actually spell this. G A Y L G E O I R I. We traumatize our guests by making them promote themselves. <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> and how do you spell that? <laughs> I think when people promote themselves, they know how to spell their own name. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> anyway, so let's start off this episode. It's called Single Use Queen. And I opened up with no lipstick message from Ana- Anastasia, which we didn't really talk about last week. Why do you think that was? Because she was a dud with nothing to say. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad we're starting that, that this that early. Yeah, sorry, I, I agree. I you liked Anastasia. I mean, yeah, if, I, if you listen back to the Meet the Queens, I was very enthusiastic for it. But she honestly did nothing except sort of stand there looking forlorn for the last four episodes. Yeah. But I have to say, I've been walking around my house saying, like, I sit back and I beat my meat all on my own. Just, <laughs> I live with straight people, so they're like, like um, yeah, she's a bit meh. Yeah. <laughs> See, I quite liked how Anastasia left because she left with like this poise and she was like, you know, I don't feel like I've lost anything. I came here and I'm proud of myself. And I was like, yeah, good on you. Yeah, they are nice exits. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I don't like her, so bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do I do think that the mirror message now thing is such a like iconic part of the show. Yeah, it is. And to choose not to do it, like I know it's like shade to the producers because they don't get that moment in the next episode, but you'd want to leave a message to the other queens you would have anticipated mm-hmm. but I mean we never talk about the lip sync message so is it really that iconic like there's never it's not really a talking point of the episode true when's the last good lip sync message Willem putting his ass against the <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> season 4 <laughs> 
it's like kind of part of the show. It hasn't been good in eight series. <laughs> I'm sure there's a really good one. Has anyone like left some serious shade to a queen on the on the? Oh, on someone there? someone said something like kind of like I love you, and then listed all the queens <laughs> except one. I, <laughs> that I do that. Yeah. I just feel it's an opportunity for the queens to like replug their catchphrase. Yeah, like, honestly, hodgepodge queen never loved you. Yeah. Just three bottoms. Agree. You can see the the frame, and then it's like do 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 do. You know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we see an extra bit of Tune. footage from <laughs> the previous week's episode where Brooke had told Tainomi to step her pussy up, which we have edited out last week. Um, and Tainomi seemed to not really give a shit about it. Yeah. She was kind of like, oh, I don't really care about Tainomi. You know. I, I get frustrated by these queens who are all like, oh, I don't care, lamb me in the bottom every week and I'll just lip sync my way to the crane. It's like, first of all, it doesn't happen. And second of all, like, you, you should want to do well in the challenges. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I feel bad for Tainomi because for, based on her promo look, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. this yeah. is a serve. She is one to watch. And I was like, really? Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly that. Because I think in we were super excited for her in the yeah. Meet Queens. And it was like, this, this, she is going to stomp in there and she is going to own the competition all the way to the final. Yeah. And then the first episode, she came out with those socks tied around her waist. And I was like, <laughs> this is not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> but like at the same time she was nev- she never she was underperforming constantly but I was yeah. still rooting for her uh, yeah well, no, I, me. I, I abandoned her week three <laughs> <laughs> no I, I still was like oh maybe she and I in fairness her what's not sorry about it her verse was actually okay I liked yeah. it yeah Nick and I give a dog a bone yeah, that was actually actually good. that was the line I hated but <laughs> 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 I enjoyed her confessional look, like the the pink with the oh, the black kind of. I think it looked like she sewed that shirt in the dark. I hate it. <laughs> Whatever the squiggly <laughs> mess was, but she overall, I sound like I'm like shading her. I really did like her. <laughs> yeah. I thought she contributed. <laughs> she contributed something to the show. Like there was, there was, you, you'll miss her in a way that probably, I don't know, maybe yeah. No, she was the obvious one to go this way. Well, she hasn't even been kicked out in this episode yet. We were already <laughs> eulogizing her. <laughs> so, this week is like Stacey McKenzie's episode. She does the mini challenge. She Thank does God. the walkthrough on the runway. Oh. One of the most, the, out of the ju- three judges, she's the one with the most effortless charisma, I think. Oh, fully. The 100%. only judge with effortless charisma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so cute. I love, and she was genuinely excited for the queens doing the runway walk. And she was like, she was actually living for them. Like yeah. she was getting, you could see her excitement. No, you mm. really could, and you could just like she is so natural. Like when she was like yeah. doing the introduction bit, where she was like pretending that she'd forgotten that the whole thing was just really good. She's great. Yeah, I still give her a hold. I I have a feeling that maybe season two will just be Stacey McKenzie's Drag Race. Oh please! <laughs> <laughs> I like Brooke's contribution. He can have the Michelle Visage moment. Yeah, and then Jeffrey Bore Chapman can just. I mean, he can be in the pit crew if he wants. Mm, I, I've got a lot of notes on him, like <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go into that now or there, but <laughs> the mini challenge is a game of memory, like the old card game, except it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's the pit crew's uh, underpants. However, there is a first for the franchise, and that is a you know a more rotund, like a I chunker. wouldn't even say plus size. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a bit of a I'm loving it. Uh, no, I I think that's I think it's really really good, and I think that like we're seeing with the franchises of Drag Race, or maybe a, the franchises of Drag Race that aren't sort of headed by RuPaul mm. obviously are a bit freer to be a bit more mm-hmm. experimental with, with things like in terms of like the sorts of queens that they're casting and I think it's really good and really important that they start like showing having that bit more representation yeah. in, in those sort of areas because it takes because to be honest like, like a line of similar looking guys with six packs it does get boring after a while so I do think it's nice to have that in there and you know I, I think great good for them in Canada yeah I agree I did think when they were so mind them, I was like, oh, you can have more than one. 
<laughs> that is true. I was like, just be happy there's one king. <laughs> but how long do these queens go? Like, I know, what is it? Week four or five now? Yeah, four. Week, week four. So that's like eight days. They're acting like they haven't seen men in years. They're like <laughs> screaming. But the funniest bit was, and this was misheard as well, was Priyanka is like, when she sees Tamal come in and she's like, oh my God, somebody get me my puffer. But I thought she said poppers. And I was like, well, that is progressive television right there. <laughs> she is iconic. Her talking she's heads are so the best. Good. Absolutely. I, I have at this point I need my puffer, is it? What I <laughs> Which I love because I referred to my inhaler as my puff puff. So I was like, you know, me and Priyanka were on the same level. <laughs> really camp up that inhaler. <laughs> she's so she reminds me of Moni Cart. She really like dominates the talking yeah, heads. She does. She she is like But not narrating. in a forced way, not in no, a no, ooh no. Uh, sensation yeah. America. Like these just seem naturally off the off the cuff. Like yeah. these look like all the guys who blocked me on Grinder. That was very, very funny. <laughs> I accidentally wrote down Twitter there. That's <laughs> like she gives me this like Adore Delano, like effortless sort of just yeah. charisma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I think that Lemon does really well as well. I liked when she said the pit crew were doing God's work and I was just like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but no, I do think that, that, that she has a, nat- uh, Priyanka has a natural, chem- a natural charisma that just like streams off her when she's yeah. like, in the talking heads and in the episode as well. I actually prefer her out of drag. Yes, yeah, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> I love her, but just like give up drag and <laughs> just be that kids presenter for me. For me. <laughs> She's one of the queens, I think, very similar to um, Juju and Heidi in Closet. Like they could do absolutely anything. I'm like, yeah. I just want to be your friend. You yeah. are so likable. Like Priyanka is, I think she'll go far based on her charisma. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah. No, I think if they do, like, I think she, I could see her featuring in a in a US All Stars and like just having that Heidi and closet, everyone falls in love moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Definitely. Uh, so Jimbo wins the challenge. There's no point talking about it because it was just. No, there's one thing to talk about. And this annoys me so much because it's obviously producers. It's not Jimbo did this, but whenever like there's a really nonsensical mini challenge that means absolutely nothing, mm. and then afterwards they show the queen who won, like kind of like the pick who's pants match or kind of like mm. yeah. you know everyone has to run around and like catch chocolate bars and you're like the queens thought that I was a, didn't think that I was a threat but now they know I'm a threat because I can pay take, you take your pants off and you take your pants off I just really annoys me when they do that in the, yeah. in the show and it goes through all the time I was like no don't whatever that was meant to be for use it for that They're like yeah finally won a mini challenge I'm like what <laughs> but like the, she won more in that than the Vivian won in Drag Race UK. <laughs> <laughs> she could have won a packet of Skittles and it would still have been more but yeah, that's true. Um, so Jimbo wins anyway. And this week's challenge is that they have it's a design challenge, but with a great twist. Like considering we've had twelve series of Drag Race and they haven't thought of this yet, is they're in teams and they have to make a fashion line with a particular type of paper. So they're all reusable materials. So Jimbo got to allocate the material to the group. So his team of Jimbo, Tainomi, and Alona got paper. Lemon's team with Bo and Priyanka got metal and Scarlet Bobo, Kiara, and Rita Baga got plastic. Uh, I just thought this was such a clever reinvention of the theme. And yeah. I was like, why have those buffoons over in LA not thought of this? Yeah, I, I agree. I was such, because I'm kind of, uh, did we already have a design challenge? Yeah, we, we could. So I was yeah. kind of like, really? But then I was like, okay, I yeah. like this. Yeah. It it is a nice twist, and I am surprised that they haven't done it before. Yeah, mm. it was a fun way to it was a fun way to kind of like slightly change this and sort of you know yeah I really enjoyed it. I as it, I I absolutely live for Project Runway, um, and I I just thought that this created that kind of Project Runway drama in it as well, where you had to kind of work together, and you saw a bit of that in the dynamic with uh, Ilona. <laughs> Jimbo and um, Tainomi, Tainomi. Mm-hmm. but yeah, so like this kind of like having to try and make it cohesive, but then wanting to do your own thing. I, yeah. I, I like that sort of drama. 
Yeah. And, I, and I also like the fact, like, I, well, I, obviously I'm not a sewer, I'm not even a drag queen, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a sewer. Um, in that, at least you've got the queens, they can kind of help each other because they are a team. And yeah. it's not, you wouldn't be as screwed if you couldn't sew. So yeah, I do. I do like the team dynamic. Yeah, and you not have to make uh, like a decent costume. You have to make a decent costume to a team. So mm. it's high the challenge from week one already. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Do you think that that the Jimbo was at fault for like basically screwing over his team members by being like, I'm going to make this fab dress and you guys have to fall in line? Or do you think the other guys were at fault for not being more kind of like, no, we already agreed that we're going to be the, the sherbet sugar babes or whatever it is. And uh, we have to stick with that, that, that aesthetic. I think... Jimbo is in the right. I think it's everyone's issue to look after themselves. It's a team challenge, but you step, you have to make yourself stand out. I mean, I would not. That's very Brooklyn Heights of you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> but do you not think? Um, no, I think like for a competition, you're probably right. I just know myself. I'm a people pleaser. So like if I'm there and I'm really like someone's doing something else, I'd be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually when push comes to your mind, I'm like, yeah, actually, I'll go out there naked. You have everything. I, I'll go home. It's fine. <laughs> so I would be frustrated if, if I thought we'd all agreed on something and then you change it and you didn't tell me. True. But like, yeah, I do understand. You suppose you do have to look after yourself. Yeah. No, I, I I, mean, I think that if you're the sort of person who goes on reality TV, you probably should be the sort of forceful personality yeah. type who would be willing to have the argument. But then to be fair, sorry to, to interrupt, if you had the best dress ever, but you didn't look like your sisters, you wouldn't win the challenge anyway. We wouldn't have need, we would have need to have seen what Ilona and Tainomi were planning to do to kind of get an idea of exactly how different it was. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, the paper aesthetic ended up kind of just being like pound shop adventure time knockoff, yeah. like which mm-hmm. I didn't like at all. And yeah, I don't know. I would have been I would have liked to see maybe what they were planning to do with this whole like burlesque side, which I think the burlesque thing probably would have been more like would have been the like, classy isn't the right word. You know what I mean, though? It would have been fancier. It would have looked better. It would have mm. been more more sort of fashion-y. Yeah. Whereas, whereas it looked like kids' birthday party when they ended up doing it. Yeah. It looked like they were doing, do you know, World Book Day and they're dressing up as their favourite characters and <laughs> yes. Tainomi and Alona <laughs> forgot about it until 8.30 the morning <laughs> of and the parents are just like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's World Book Day like a Snatch Game spin-off. This week, like, it's World Book Day. <laughs> oh, it just looked very, like, last minute plastered yeah. together. Yeah. No, absolutely. It was like one of those cheap kind of Prince Valiant costumes that you get mm-hmm. out of a uh, out of a paint shop yeah let's jump on to Stacey McKenzie and her strutting the runway with the queens who do you think came across well in this section I think I'm. this is such a pageant dancer but honestly all of them were I was kind of like you are really impressing me except for Kiara she can <laughs> she's like what you get off Wish when you order Naomi Smalls I'm just like <laughs> I'm so done with her. I'm raging she was on the winning team. <laughs> yeah, I am over her as well. The only two queens that I've abandoned this season are Tainomi and Kiara, and they're still here. Bring back Kai and, and Anastasia. I am not over Kiara as much as you guys are. I'm mm. still, you know, I, I'm still sort of somewhat invested. I feel like she you're has something under to her. Get. I'm still over. under, yeah, I'm still under, I'm under Kiara. Um, this Kiki wants to Kai Kai, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> whatever it was. I think that Jimbo was probably the, the best on the runway I think that first of all it was nice to see him actually take some kind of feedback with, mm. in like a way that wasn't like aggressive and unpleasant and yeah. then also like you, you can tell how much he like put thought he puts into stuff because he was actually like trying to learn from her but then also as being funny and charismatic as well I really liked Priyanka again I thought she was like 
no, I'm doing this. And yeah. Stacey's like, oh my God, you're doing it so well. And she's like, am I? I don't know what I'm doing. This is great. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, when I look back on it, those two stand out just because I love their personalities. Yeah. yeah. They I didn't really care what they were doing. But yeah, Priyanka and Jimbo just stay at everything in my Yeah, life. yeah, no. But it was a fun section. I don't think we've had that in the US no. section, have we? We haven't. I suppose there's a bit of a when it's makeup challenge, the queen's teaching somebody else how to walk, but it's not from. I I would have preferred if they like I actually loved it. And I thought it was fun to have it in here, but I would have preferred if they hadn't had it in this episode, and they waited to a challenge where the runway walk was going to be actively judged, like a ball challenge where they're yeah, it's mm. about three looks and how they present it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but and I think that would have been that would have been more fun because it would have felt that there was more tension to it or something. Whereas in this, it was kind of like, oh, can we go back and watch like them struggle to make dresses out of plastic? <laughs> I want to know how Priyanka, who doesn't know how to sew and isn't able to make costumes how did she make that dress mm. <laughs> out of whatever it was she had in her box mm. uh, so before the runway then Alona and Tainomi kind of have a little talking head moment about being gay in high school and then Scarlett Bobo I, speaks about her mum Jeanette I don't know if you noticed this when they were doing the like new day in the workroom bit so Jimbo struts in up to the camera like full on staring down it takes off his sunglasses and is wearing another pair of sunglasses <laughs> under them. <laughs> Go back and watch it. It is proper iconic. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is like the, it's like the pussycat wig reveal that Monet exchanged in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, Jimbo grabbing the moment every, every opportunity. I mean, to, to be fair, though, like those facial expressions, like when on the, like at the end of the, um, the lip sync for your life, but when Tanomi gets eliminated, mm. Like she, the, the the whole scene is stolen by Jimbo just in, back like, <laughs> yeah, like the gape. Yeah, I, I liked how Rita was like, I do not make friends easily, <laughs> but that one talks at me, so I will be her friend. <laughs> You've just made me like Rita a tiny bit more <laughs> based on that. <laughs> but uh, no, I have to say, going back to the Scarlet Bowl, like she is kind of she comes across very polished and she's got like her guard up or yeah. something. Mm. It's hard to see the vulnerable the vulnerability in her so that was kind of a nice moment yeah definitely yeah and I think it kind of built on say the last week where she was like saying with herself and Boa having been quite close friends and she obviously felt unsupported by Boa in it and it was because I before the season started and actually even in the first episode or two I really saw like similarities between Bobo and like Detox yeah but I think Detox is much more confident in herself and like much more kind of like fierce maybe than mm. Bobo is but I still I love what Bobo does and I think yeah, it's nice too. to see this kind of vulnerability coming out of her as well I think that they're, the fact that they're sort of showing this side up with her, I think means that she's going to go very far in the competition and she's kind of getting that Jada thing where she's kind of on the edges we're not seeing a lot of her but I think we'll start seeing more and more as the queens depart definitely we head over to the runway so yes so the guest host was Bedell I hadn't heard of him he is a Project Runway alum oh. and he did the best reveal that we've seen on the oh, runway all yeah. season <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I, when the guests just come in, they kind of try to do a gag. It can fall flat, but I really like yeah. that. No, yeah. I, I, I actually, th- I'm actually liking all of the guest judges so far. I've had the the required amount of charisma mm-hmm. to actually host the show well, yeah. and I think that he was absolutely no different as well. He like was able to like hold his own and just seemed yeah. And, and I they all that. seem happy to be there. Yes, really, they do, mm. which is often not the case for Rue. No. <laughs> 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 okay, so let's have a look. Uh, let's talk about first Maison Papier. Um, these were the, the team of paper. That's Jimbo, Tanomi, and Alona. Jimbo was the princess. The two were the knights. I liked the concept, but I think when you have two of a kind and one, it always makes that one superior. Yeah. So yeah. if they had like a guard and then like a wizard, maybe and a princess, maybe even more equal pegging. I don't know. Like I think that the whole thing was meant to be kind of fashiony, and this is just so costumey. Like. Yeah. 
that that to me is is what what I what gets me is like this this is like children's birthday party entertainers, <laughs> yeah, you know, and low budget at that. Yes, <laughs> they look like pinatas. Yeah, they they actually do. Like it, what's it? Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights said about it. It was like gay pride at the Renaissance <laughs> Fair, and I'm like yeah. that that is like yeah, one hundred percent. I think if you look closely at them, I think Tainomi's face and makeup are gorgeous. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. But I wish even if just the fl- the ruffles were yellow, so it tied in with the rest of them because. Alona has pink that ties into um, Jimbo. If yeah, it's yeah, like it kind of stands out even more that it's blue. Yeah, like I, I, she looks so fierce and so fantastic. Like she's like proper like Wakanda warrior. Yeah, but she stands out like a sore thumb out of it. And I just th- there is just a um, the one thing I would say about about all of these looks across the board is that when you think about some of the absolute train wrecks we've seen in the, like the unconventional material challenges for Drag Race US over mm. the years or Drag Race UK even like the, the this these are the worst by far but mm-hmm. they still are like sickening and amazing and for a different challenge would like if, if the like thing was kind of like this week you're making your I don't know wizards and warlocks fantasy eleganza it would be like way out in front absolutely the winners I mean yeah it, I mean I wouldn't say they're stunning now or sickening I mean, we, we just said, but and I'm just thinking at Jimbo now and I'm looking at it, I'm just thinking of the dress he did for the design challenge with all the zips and I'm just wondering is his fashion aesthetic just a commitment to the bit of just being like I'm just going to stick loads and loads and loads and just hope for the best because <laughs> yeah. that's the second time he's done it more and I'm wondering does he un, does he is he ever going to be less is more never Okay. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of Jimbo. Yeah, as a Jimbo. It's, it's James O. <laughs> I mean, actually breaking down the looks, looking closely at Jimbo, the more I look at it, the less I like it. Yeah. I think that the spiky bits in the center give her no shape. Mm-hmm. The bottom is okay. But even when she tried to claim that this was Marie Antoinette, it's... Yeah. it's and let's talk about her clapback attitude. Like... You know, yeah. I would have liked to be painted your eyes. Well, I didn't have enough time. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I mean, in fairness, if you compare what she did in the time to what Tainomi did. <laughs> <laughs> Tainomi, oh yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think like there's absolutely no question that the amount of work and effort that Jimbo put in like looks like in terms of what was produced is like far and away advanced over what the other two did. Mm. I, I do think that in reality I think if I'm looking at the three of those and ask which my favourite is I think my favourite one is Alona's oh, nice. I, I think Alona ruined it with the hair the little ruffle on the head I actually think I hate Alona's makeup I think she's my least favourite the, the colour palette on Tainomi is the best yeah I, yeah, it's absolutely. like Pocahontas mm. warrior yes. princess yeah well, no all in all like definitely this was the losing team I, yeah. I don't necessarily think that because it is weird when they get back to the untucked bit and they're kind of like they, they've obviously all made their assumption and they all thought like in the background they were all like oh yeah uh, the team paper are going to win this because there's no way Tainomi's going to be saved and it's like well, what how, what are they seeing that we're not necessarily seeing mm. um, but yeah no I I don't really like Jimbo's the more I stare at it yeah I hate the wig I hate the white eyes and the white wig with the white yeah. face it shouldn't the white eyes were a mistake yeah and, and the blue the blue lips were a mistake as well I mean I know it was feckin' freezing in there so maybe there was no choice <laughs> but... <laughs> that's just frostbite yeah <laughs> I'd like, you know, if there was ever a redemption moment for Tanomi, would be to get that like properly yes. done in couture and like to, yeah, because you know, it is qu- quite like the. I really like that blue with the, the gold and stuff, but the tassel, yeah. It's just I think like, that if, if also if you're going to go for like a Queen of Hearts sort of uh, Elizabeth the first kind of vibe with the outfit and the attitude, 
you, you need an updo. Mm. You know, I say that as a hair expert. <laughs> <laughs> you need an updo. <laughs> you gotta show me the updo. <laughs> and also, she should have had a different weapon from Alona. Diversify, yeah. like the same sword. She should have had a spear. The weapons were tragic in themselves. They were yeah. like flimsy falling apart in their hands. Yeah. yeah. Desperate. Let's move on to the metal heads. Yes. Lemon, Aboa and Priyanka. Um, again, I didn't get cohesion with this because no. they were all different. Co- like, okay. It was like Boa and Priyanka are silver. Lemon and Priyanka have an umbrella. <laughs> and they're all wearing black wigs. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Priyanka is the intersection of the Venn diagram of a, you know, of a diagram that isn't cohesive, you know? So... Yeah, it was disappointing, I think. I agree. I think I really have to say, though, as individual looks, I love Priyanka. Maybe yeah. I'm just blinded by her personality, but I love her hair and makeup. I, I do like the... I think the umbrella worked for her, where it, and for some reason just didn't work for Lemon. Yeah. I preferred it when she was holding it. I didn't love it when it was sticking out of her head. Yes. I didn't <laughs> understand that decision. Um, I, I thought Boa, Boa should have just made a full skirt. What were the things on her tits? They were bottle caps. So, oh no, so like there was vegetable strainers and when you open them up, it was like bottle caps a on the inside of it. A vegetable strainer? What, what even is Like that? a colander? Yeah. But it's flipped out. Yeah, but it's like you, have you not seen them in like, in Ikea? I've been to Ikea. <laughs> oh no, 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 actually no, it's like a steamer thing. So you, you can, you put those, they've got little legs on them, so you put them into like your pot and you've got your water and then you, you pop whatever it is you want to steam in. It's like a, like a low-tech steamer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- both teams are not on board. Sponsored by Ikea. Yeah. We, yeah, we're a bit lost here. Okay, so she had steam. We weren't steamed over the no. look. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought they were really, I thought they were interesting. I was like, what is that? That's like an uh, interesting sort of space gadget. But yeah, ultimately, it's, it's, it's the diaper. Yeah, the diaper is terrible. The diaper is the elephant in the room here. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. Like she should yeah, like it was. Like, I think bad. you said you know it, that dress should just gone the whole way around, and enough been said about it. Yeah, know? absolutely. And I think it was he who must not be named Jeffrey who mentioned she should have had a a bolero. Well, maybe he should have had some talent. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> actually, that was Brooke that said that. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Well, okay maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do agree as well. So I was like, I mean. I think for a, a des, you know a design challenge, it's it's middle of the road. I just think this was a particularly good one, so it ended up being kind of bottom. Yeah. Um, and it was funny how when Priyanka got a critiques, how surprised she was that they were positive. It's kind of like a theme with her; she doesn't really realize how good she is. I think. Um. But yeah, let's move on then to to Lemon. I you you liked this particular. I liked the look. I think they kind of misread the assignment in that they're, uh, the black hair I feel like was them trying to desperately pull it yeah. together oh, yeah, I think true. a blonde wig would have been beautiful with that mm. yeah I hate the red or the black hair with it but she looks gorgeous yeah I, I appreciate that she tied like even her like her lipstick is tied into the same colour so she's got that kind of rose gold thing which, which I think was yeah I love the dress uh, the more I look at it now though it's, it's not she obviously doesn't pad or cinch and I think that that actually like it just prevents a certain amount of shape from being created or something. It's a bit Shakira whenever, wherever, really, isn't it? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I just just zoomed in on the still of her and it gave me, um, was it Kelly Manta with the bacon? Oh my God, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And didn't uh, Bag of Chips try and make a look at a scour? She did, yeah. That was absolutely absolutely abysmal. Yeah, (laughs) I think you wouldn't know what this is made of when you look at it. Like, I would think that's a soft fabric. Yeah, 
No, absolutely. Although I kind of thought that she had had to like, you know, physically unwrap a load of like scouring sponges, but actually she just had like a roll of this stuff. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I think I probably would have done more crisscrossy belts. You know, I think if you really sort of hammed up, you know, had one coming over the shoulder and I don't know, just really sort of did up the belts, maybe it would add more to it. But again, this is middle of the road for me. Yeah, I think that they needed something to tie together colour story-wise. So I think like mm-hmm. a bit of rose gold on the two girls and then yeah. some silver and her oh, would, have been, would have been better. I think Lemon and Priyanka, like Lemon and Priyanka are such, especially Priyanka has such a like model fi- figure yeah. That, that kind of saved them because they would look good. It's that trademark yeah. Alexandra Burke figure. Exactly. <laughs> 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 okay, then finally, the winning team, Team Boraga, uh, were, were the plastic team. And, I mean, yeah, this is just pure cohesion, right? I think that they, they all looked absolutely fabulous. I think that perhaps my favourite actually was Scarlet Bobo. I, I think, think that, so too. I think that if I was going to give it to one of them, it would have been to her. I do think that Rita's was phenomenal looking and like real sort of cool and different and like she obviously did something amazing with the makeup too but yeah to me Scarlet Bobo looked really cool and like do you know what actually Scarlet Bobo looked like it, it could actually be kind of like it wasn't a costume almost yeah yeah I guess it was just easier to construct than Rita's I suppose which is kind of why Rita got it but it kind of it was almost less is more like because mm. she shaved her head for it and you know she, she kind of really reinvented her look whereas you knew that was Scarlet yeah. straight away I don't know, looking closely, this could be controversial, I'm going to get cancelled for this, but if you actually zoom in on the looks, I don't think they're, well maybe I just, cause I, I'm looking at Kiara in particular, maybe just because I don't like her, like I feel, <laughs> just feel like it's meh. Yeah. Okay, cancelled for that. Yeah. Oh, he got cancelled because he said Kiara was meh. <laughs> I mean, you got to be careful, cancel culture is rife these days. Honestly. Right. But in fairness now, I'm just looking at her face, I do like that little rectangle around her eyes, yeah. but... That's about it. No, I think that like absolutely like it, Bobo and Baga carried mm. Kiara to, to mm. victory in this one. Like, for some reason, like I don't, I don't think she was weak. I think it's the best of a bad bunch to to be honest. With that's what I was afraid of get cancelled for. I just I'm not, even, I'm not sure I like these. I just like them comparatively. Yeah, no, they're like it's definitely like none of these are like none of the outfits. Well, no, I think Priyanka's. If you're looking for something that looks like an actual like outfit, then I think Priyanka's is the one that yeah. is the most is the most kind of like an actual outfit. And I think that the the plastic team have like a really consistent idea running through them. Yeah, it's kind of like the, their looks are gr- it's greater than the sum of the parts because all together they look yeah. really good together, yeah. whereas on their own they look a bit. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But I think that like Scarlet Bobo is actually it looks the closest to something that you would actually see someone kind of like wearing. And I love the kind of graffiti on it as well. Yeah. Mm. So like, I don't know, for some reason, and I don't know why this is speaking to me, but Cara's dress just reminds me of, do you remember in Rugrat, Reptar in Rugrats? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> 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 oh my God. That's so true. <laughs> but even then, like... That, that, even that, that can't save us. <laughs> <No>. Like... <laughs> I don't think any of them have a patch on Davina DeCampo's, you know, I made this look out of Ikea bags. Oh, yeah. No. And actually, that's the same material. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, definitely not. And like, I don't think Rita Baggett is is, is, challenge, is challenging our long lost friend, LaShawn Beyond, for her post-apopaloptic look either. So, <laughs> Okay, now, Gilgory, do you have something to bring up about Jeffrey? <laughs> this is a sharing circle. Don't worry. It's I a mean, safe space. Before the the whole Jimbo fiasco, I had like half a page written on like Jeffrey just pissed me off. Like he makes me eye roll so much to the point where I'm gonna lose my vision. Like 
he's he's like that straight girl that watched one episode of Drag Race. Yeah. And is desperate for a gay best friend in the George smoking area. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> stop talking. He's like word vomiting phrases. And it's so not authentic. Someone someone sent a meme, and obviously podcasting being a great visual format will be, will be great, where it is like, Jeffrey Bar Chapman, and it's like, just need to be yourself. You need to show me who you are. I need to see you be you. And then it was like, also Jeffrey Bar Chapman, and it was a picture of like Trixie doing RuPaul, parroting those kind of phrases. Of and it's like very, that's it. That's it. It's sort of like, who are you? Why have you like? Because he wasn't like that when he was on the first time he was on Drag Race. He was no. just kind of he said it's a bit more kind of natural or something. But he's really heightened this. And falseness. we've had a direct direct comparison because he was on All Stars Five while Canada was airing, and you're like, yeah. he's just so calm and relaxed, and yeah. yeah, himself. I think, and even sometimes he like it's a very Laganja energy. He like drops the the act and the real Jeffrey voice comes out and you're like, oh, that's what we want. Yeah. And he, he's doing this kind of like faux sultry thing that I find really like, yes. like, oh yeah. So show me what you did on the... It, it, it all is And the squinty so, eyes. And yeah. And it's all so false. Like, he, yeah. I think he doesn't know what judge... He, like, it's, you know what it is? It's like, it, it, if you look at, say, Brooklyn and um, and Stacey, they're just being themselves. Mm-hmm. I would say Brooklyn's being herself. I think... Unfortunately. She's... She is. I, I think she's also putting on an act, but, like, I think that's not as bad because her drag persona was kind of high and mighty anyway. Yeah. So I don't think that's as bad. But, yeah, but I think that with with uh, Jeffrey, he kind of is just like, all oh, right, I'm going to leave, like, a little bit Santino, uh, a little bit Michelle. I'm also going to try and channel a bit of, like, RuPaul. And it, it, it all comes off as forced. false and false. Yeah, forced. Yeah. I mean, he actually does want to annoy me, but I just know he annoys what? a lot of people, so. Oh. I wouldn't, I would not be surprised. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as bad as him. <laughs> but like, I, like, real Jeffrey, when he's been himself, it's like pure, more Higgins, fanny flutter energy. Like, I'm like, yeah. I am in love with you. And then he starts talking that voice. And I'm like, Oh, and Priyanka has overtaken him for me now to be honest I think Priyanka should be on that judgment panel actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd pick Priyanka any day um, oh in terms of the fanny flutters yeah yeah. no I think well Lemon is still doing it for me to be okay. honest oh I didn't it. mean for that but like oh, yeah, yeah she's cute <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I I think I would agree I think that Jeffrey needs to learn to calm down and be himself on the judging panel and just like trust it that like you know whatever will happen rather than trying to put on this false character because I think it's only gonna people can see through it and they get frustrated by it and I think the surest way for him to end up booted off mm. you know getting that Merle Ginsburg goodbye is, uh, <laughs> is, is to keep going with this whole false sort of but obviously he can't control it because it's already been filmed And I, but I think it's like all of us do that I am um, like say yes queen all the time yeah it's and all gays I know do it and when we're together we do but I know it seems like it's 100% of the time and it's just like and to be fair we don't know if the producers are like you know amp it up Jeffrey let's True. take that again yeah, yeah. so there's an element of that I think that you know it could be a play actually I'm going to finish off I think that the thing that annoys me about him I just like boiling it down is that he's coming off as snide that is it he's coming off as snide and his like feedback to the girls isn't constructive in a way that say Michelle Rue or or, or say Santino or any of the other judges would be it's coming off sometimes it's just like I'm gonna, I've got a mean thing to say that I feel is going to be like snappy and I, I kind of don't really trust his opinion either I'm like what's your experience in, in this whole thing <laughs> what even show what is he even famous for the bitchler <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree. I'm just like, oh, give it a rest. 
Like these girls, even like he's so wrong sometimes. I I'll admit he he has made some justified calls. Yeah. But like he's trying to be the Simon Cowell, Michelle Visage type character, and it's just falling flat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would have thought Stacy was the Simon Cowell. No, is she not the tough cookie. But no, but I think that she is, and I think that Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, but he's trying to be. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah. I, and Stacy's doing it the way Michelle does it. It's like even if she's saying harsh things, you know deep down there is love there. Mm. Yeah. But even the faces Jeffrey makes, it's very like mean girl in school. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Maybe we'll get cancelled for this. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm Don't cancel I'll us, die please. on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reinvent this podcast on my own, uncancelled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Team Baraga win. Rita Baga takes her second win of the series. Um, the rest of the queens get critiqued and the, the ones who are low are Boa, Tainomi and Ilona. Then we go to Untucked and drama ensues. So it all starts off with Alona saying she's cold, right? No. It started off with Alona having a breakdown because she's in the bottom. Like, she gets justified harsh critiques on the runway about the fact that she is floating into the background and she allowed Jimbo railroad her into this new mm-hmm. concept. Mm. And I assume she comes back sa- backstage feeling sore about the fact that she was she's angry at Jimbo, but no, she can't just blow up at Jimbo. So then Jimbo goes, and everyone seems to be freezing cold. She's like, God, it's awfully cold in here. Like a and, tundra or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a tundra and, air or something. Yeah, like and then Alona's like, fuck you, shut up, how dare you? We don't want to hear you talk about being cold. But they're all like wrapped up in blankets. I'm saying, like, <laughs> next week, mini challenge is amputating Kiara's legs. Yeah. She's <laughs> frostbitten. Serving frostbite realness. <laughs> but actually, there was a bit before that, I think, where Tainomi had a breakdown as well because she had a whole bit on the main stage where, you know, Brooke says to her, you know, this whole uh, series so far, you know, we haven't seen you at. And I was like, what the whole season so far? I've been rubbish. Like, I don't mean you're drag. I mean, I haven't seen you be yourself, but your drag is also shit too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she's kind of the first to break down, I think. And you really see it get to her to be like, you know, this sort of panic we sometimes see when you mean like everything I do is not good enough. Yeah. You know, I really need to recalibrate where I even stand, what my taste levels are in this world. And I, I imagine that is a scary place to be. Mm. Uh, at one point, Priyanka seems to refer to, in a talking head, refer to Tainomi as Shambolina. Oh, I can't. Oh, <laughs> so I've written that down. Yeah, I am too. like, yes. <laughs> but she says it in a like a reading way. So it's she feels sorry for her, but she's also like, lol. She's like, Shambolina's having a breakdown over here and Alona's losing yeah, it over cause, there. Because she's actually picking on Alona, but then she shows us reading for Shinomi. It's perfect. Uh, yeah, and... <laughs> Alona then is like I was here to represent trans people and two spirit and all I'm representing is dumpster diving and then everyone just laughs at it yeah. so happy they did because it would have been so awkward if it was just silence <laughs> yeah. it was a nice little comic relief yeah and I'm going to assume that she realised she'd. I'm, I'm going to give her the credit that, that that was an actual joke that that was her actually trying to like clang, cling back some kind of like comedy out because she realised she'd gone too far because the blow up at Jimbo was so like weird and out of but also like Blow up a Jimbo for the reason that you can. You have yeah. you have you have a reason to be angry at him. You can turn around to him and say you and we'd agreed a theme, and then you decided you wanted to put yourself first, and we allowed you. And now look at us in the bottom. This is your fault. Instead yeah. of kind of and being I think like that's what she was channeling. I just don't think she had the words for it in the moment. Probably. Yeah. Well, you know. Yes. She, maybe she didn't. She just got <laughs> furious about the fact that Jimbo was cold. I feel like, though, they they missed out because I felt like that came out of nowhere, really. Like, w- there, there wasn't any tension or pushback from her. It kind of was like, I was like, oh, I didn't realise they, they hated each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm glad, like, I'm I'm so bad for 
picking sides on such a bad judge of character. I'm glad that all the queens were like, oh yes, go Jimbo. So I yeah. kind of knew, <laughs> knew whose side to be on. Jimbo was kind of kicking her when he was down there. Like, he stood up for himself, but he, he kind of like, and it's like, I remember, do, like I do myself with somebody being like, I know I have the moral high ground. So I'm just going to make sure that they know I have the moral high ground. You know? <laughs> yeah. Who, out of sort of Alona and Tainomi and Jimbo, who were kind of the main characters in that scene, came off maybe better than you thought or worse than you thought or just everyone sort of stayed the same? I think I had a bit more respect for Jimbo and that maybe I'm just a petty little bitch as well and I'm like, yeah, get her. <laughs> get her, Jade. Um, but I don't know, I, f- I was a bit like, oh, Lona, stop talking because mm. I do like her. Mm. I was like, oh, you're doing yourself no favours. Yeah. But then at least there was the joke moment at the end that yeah. maybe redeemed it a bit. I, I just felt really, really sorry for Tainomi because she obviously felt so humiliated yeah. walking in because I suppose like she's coming in with a massive, massive reputation. Like mm. that... You know that, that she I she walked Bidel in. says at one point being like, "You're my favorite drag queen." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that that's like like she she walked in there. I mean, obviously we're not familiar with the 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 drag right with the the drag scene in in Canada, but you can only imagine that she is like someone of the caliber of kind of Davina Divine walking in there, say. or even say the Vivian walking into Drag Race UK. It's kind of someone who walked in with a reputation, and then you mm. haven't lived up to it. So I can understand that that must mm. be very frustrating for her because her whole career is based around. Like her now, she's going to be seen as the she queen has a legacy, on. and she feels she's going to tarnish yeah, it. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I can understand why she felt humiliated. At least though, she's not getting an edit where she's you know the milk and all stars where the ego overshadows the mm. talent. Yeah. At least she's kind of like just like acknowledging it, and I think it's really tragic but wholesome in a way how the other queens really feel for her underperforming. Yeah. I think that's really, I really enjoy watching that in a weird way. And it feels genuine. Like yeah. it doesn't feel put on. Like it feels like they, they all know who she is. They all see her struggling and they're like, wow, this is like, this is like, this is, a, this is a queen who deserves to be doing better, who should be doing better. And she's mm. getting her own way on it, which is, which is really lovely. And even like Priyanka's crying at one point yeah. talking to her and it's like, you know, you just, you see how they're supporting each other. Which is something you don't necessarily see in the, the US one. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of Britta. I think Britta had exactly the same mind for I said she was just also getting the villain out at the same time yeah. and you see Jan crying because her idol the person who put her in drag or booked her for the first show yeah. is coming off so poorly yeah it's just Britta got the villain at it well to be fair she also bullied Aiden and she was also being, <laughs> yeah, that's true. she was also being a bitch as well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas Tainomi didn't see like Tainomi seemed to be really well liked and it was the same with Anastasia uh, for, for everything like she seemed to have been really well liked and kind of like the sort of person who wanted to to, to kind of look after you but Brooklyn said it about Tainomi that Tainomi's not a competitor that she's a really good drag queen and a really good entertainer mm-hmm. but she's not a competitor and I think that's a line that obviously has to get drawn when you're going on drag race yeah. is that you're going there to compete rather than to entertain or to perform and it's just if you're not if you don't have the skills for that then you're you're going to struggle and also you don't have the skills for the specific type of drag queen they're looking for in that show yeah you exactly. know like Tommy must be really good at what she does she just might not have the versatility of, that mm-hmm. they're looking for in the yeah. show or of these specific five things they're looking for yeah. you know so yeah, no, that must be tough to accept. Alona then and Tainomi go on to lip sync. Alona, almost, we almost have a walker. I honestly, I, I, my eyes nearly rolled out of my head at that moment. And I was like, honestly, on the American, that just would not have stood in the American one. They would have forced, yeah. they would have forced her to perform. And then Rue would have been saying, Alona, I need to know my girls are committed. Get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> because I'm like, I think that if you're going to have that wobbly st- bullshit stuff, like get out, you know? I, I'm kind of on the fence about this because I was at, I started feeling like that and I was like oh like stop 
please. Yeah. But then I was like, like that's a situation we don't understand. True. This true. means this is their mm. dream, and I can imagine how shit she must have felt. So I felt really bad for her. And did you know the outcome of the show when you saw her crying? As in, did I know that she would stay? No. I only knew she stayed because there's still one look in the promo that she hasn't shown yet. So I was like, well, I guess she's staying, which is the oh, issue issue on the editors that they yeah. let that slip. <laughs> like, I don't know for my spoilers, but she has this white look that it's been shown in the promo looks great, but we haven't seen it yet. So I was oh, like, no, well, I, I guess she that. stays. Mm. Um, so I kind of was like, she'll obviously do the lip sync then. But I, I was wondering if other people hadn't didn't know that, or hadn't caught that. Yeah. Did you actually think there was going to be no lip sync? Part of me thinks she should have gone home for the defeatist attitude, but also Tainomi has been in the bottom yeah. so often that it was mm. unjustified. And in fairness, Elona has been turning amazing looks and I do yeah. look forward to seeing what she pulls out. That's true. And also, I suppose if, now just to, for me to roll back my previous hate, um, <laughs> if, if she, if, if like a lot of the chat in the, the Untucked was around kind of how Tainomi felt like her like legacy was being let down by this performance and then she kind of was like, well, now I'm going to have to double down on it and potentially beat you and it, it, it could you could get into your head about it. But hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, fa- I found the, the the Canadian queens have been very dramatic on the runway because we've had fucking fainters. We've had threats to walk we've off. We've had a cry every, every week, haven't we? Yeah, it? we've had like a full on, like, you know, sob every week. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I'm not really there for the kind of like, oh, I can't go up against my friend. My friend is more important than the competition. It's like, but you met this girl like two weeks ago, <laughs> if even that. Yeah. <laughs> this is my best friend. And you're like, oh, <laughs> what are their real friends at home thinking? Because <laughs> I had heard, that, you know, it's like, like Ginger Minj and Katya. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just heard they were like, oh my god, it's an Avril Lavigne lip sync. Oh my god, it's Girlfriend, the best Avril Lavigne song yeah. to choose for a lip sync. Yeah. And I was like, so are people thinking they're, they're not actually going to get that? Like, imagine how blue balls oh the community would have been yeah, I know. if Alona didn't lip sync it towards the end. You know? I think it was a good lip sync, though. Oh, it was a great lip sync. She, really she exploded yeah. into it, didn't she? Yeah, she did. No, like, her, like, obviously, like, whatever doubt, whatever tiny seeds of doubt she had about not performing got, like, swept away pretty quick the second that music started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a great choice. I hadn't heard that song in ages, and I was like, mm. it, it's a spot on choice. It, it yeah, is. it really is. They've been doing such good work with the lip sync systems, yeah. and I've been Loving them. Definitely. So Tanomi sashays away, you know, the correct time for me, right? White person goes, won't miss her. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she, I, I want to see her, I wanted to see more of her. I just wanted her to be better. Next week, it's Snatch Game and a Celine Dion runway. So, I mean, can things get any better? I don't think they can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I asked you guys to have a think about who you think everyone's going to do for Snatch Game. I looked up some rumours. So, if you don't want to hear any spoilers for next week, just skip forward maybe like three minutes, I'd say. Yeah, three minutes. That's probably optimistic. <laughs> um, yeah, let's start off with Jimbo. Who do you think Jimbo will do? So, I took a guess based on the Nancy Grace and thought, well, it'll be American political, someone with like a harsh kind of face. So mm-hmm. I've got my Kellyanne Conway. You see Jimbo doing a, a similar character to the Nancy Grace act that she did. Jimbo will do Joan Rivers. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense in my head. Okay. Which I wouldn't have put together, but I just think she'll be a great character yeah. to do. And it's somebody I think we spoke about in the four, but Nina yeah. would be, is like such an obvious choice. So I think that's going to be great. Uh, Rita Baga. So someone French, obviously. Yeah. So I think I, she's going to be a train wreck. I don't think she will. I think she'll do someone like kind of like it'll be sort of a like a um what's the name the, the Sasha Valour character that kind of like uh, Marlene Dietrich. So I went with Coco Chanel because you have a lot of fun with the Nazism, you know. <laughs> 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 well, if she does do shit, she might say Je ne regrette rien because she's doing Edith Piaf. Oh, Ooh. okay. No, that could be good. Okay. I, I take it back. Okay. Lemon. 
So Lemon I couldn't really think of anyone So I was like Well who would I like her to do So I was like Alexis from Shit's Creek <laughs> <laughs> Or Annie Murphy <laughs> Yeah that'd be great I'm kind of I kind of want I think she could get away with it I kind of want someone to do Similar to um, Kennedy's Rich, Little Richie Like mm. someone doing a, a male character But really camping it up And I was like Like Michael Bublé Or Shawn Mendes Someone they can really Just like <laughs> Limbrist <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Oh poor Shawn Mendes yeah. <laughs> That'll be the obvious Caricature yeah. you'd go for uh, Now I'd have known I don't know this person They're a YouTuber I think they're on Dance Moms, Jojo Siwa. She's a, I, I know Trixie's like obsessed with her. She's like this young blonde girl that's starting YouTube. She's yeah. like, she still looks really like a teeny bopper. Oh, I think she's but, about 16. Yeah, but she has like a lot of followers and she's like touring the world, I think, with a with an album or something. But she just seems like she's, there's loads of clips and memes of her on, on like the internet of her, me, like me on crack. And yeah. She's like, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's 17. She uh, she seems like a ball of energy, so that could be that could be a complete like okay or a complete miss. Scarlet Bobo. Oh, so I for Scarlet Bobo decided that she is going to want to be kind of like you know big and May Westy. So I said Kim Cattrall, but as Samantha from Sex and the City. Ooh. Well, I mean, you're not too far from with May West from like a classic Hollywood actress because she's doing Liza Minnelli. Oh, mm-hmm. which. I think it's a weird choice and it's somebody who's been done really well on yeah. the show before which is yeah. usually a bad choice yes it is <laughs> choices Elona Verley so we see a preview of her being a cock destroyer we think yeah, yeah. but, but that's who she ends up doing she's just Rebecca Moore from the cock destroyers okay Boa oh Boa I said Roseanne because I was like a chunky Roseanne Bar- like Barr. Roseanne Barr. I know she's been cancelled now because she's awful. But... Yeah, but that, that makes it a funny character to yeah. do that because you just, you know, do what Fifi O'Hara shouldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can see her doing someone similar to like Adele. Like, I'd like to see one of them do like a Brit, like someone with an accent that isn't yes. theirs that they could just butcher, but yeah. in a funny way. <laughs> mm. But she does Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Oh, risky. Now, Maybe you can explain more about... I had, to, I had Wikipedia here. Do you want to give a bit of a background to Gypsy So, okay, don't quote me on this, please. Um, I think... So, from what I'm aware of, it's a little girl who was, like, drugged by her mother to make it look like to, to the public that she was sick so they could avail of, like, make a wish foundation and freebies and trips to Disneyland and stuff like that. And I know there was serious backlash when Trixie did the same character like she dressed up as her for Halloween I think oh. and had like a wheelchair and it, it didn't go down well and I think the real either the girl who played the actress in the, in the movie better or her herself reacted negatively to it so yeah from what I read what she said there is right her mum had Munchausen syndrome which made her which gave her medicine to make her sick so that she would keep her with her at all times mm. and then Gypsy Rose got her boyfriend to murder her mum and now they're both in jail and actually I just got a flashback there, have you seen The Politician no but no, I that's what it's based on. yeah there's a really good and Jessica Lang plays the mother so that's already worth watching <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's a really interesting story and I haven't seen the movie but yeah oh, I, I want to see it now based on this that's like, I don't know how you're going to do that in Snatch Game yeah that's quite dark and I'm wondering yeah. was she plastered all over the TV over there that she's become this household character I don't know oh I think that's I like I think that's the equivalent of doing like a like Madeleine McCann or something. It's, I think it's too risky, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, yeah, that that's in, what I was thinking. It's like similar. It's like doing that kind of Madeleine McCann or like you know sort of doing Jamie Bulger for for Snatch Game. It's a bit kind of 
there's too Jimmy much Bulger's recent name. tragedy surrounding it for anyone oh, to find it's it very funny. Flesh, yeah. yeah. Now I mean, these are rumors, so look, maybe it doesn't end up being like that. But I heard that was also somebody who was rumored for Crystal Method to do a snatch game as well. So I don't know. That's it. She's a, been circling. It's a rumor <laughs> going around. So maybe she doesn't do it in the end. Priyanka. Uh, I lost. I, I ran out of creativity here, and I just assumed that she does Priyanka Chopra. I thought she was going to say Alexandra Berg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Please. Oh, um, I think she could be one that could do a really camped up male character. I'd love to see her. I'd like think I'd like to see her do someone. Even it's Justin Bieber. Will that work? That's too predictable. But she does Miss Cleo, who I also hadn't heard of. She's a uh, lesbian psychic. Ooh. Oh, that'll be interesting. So, yeah, yeah, it was good. like we've had a few psychics before, but you can always get the same sort of get, yeah, like yeah. Uh, gags out of them. And finally, then you know, Belle of the Ball, Kiara. Uh, so my thought about her was that she was going to do some sort of a like a pop star that isn't actually very funny. So I went to like either Rihanna or like a Beyonce. Oh, like you're one of so the- close. Keep going. Keep <laughs> guessing. <laughs> Beyonce. Oh, sorry, uh, pop star isn't funny. Like Jesse J. <laughs> no, 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 Or Jess Glynn, everyone seems to hate yeah. her. Uh, Mariah Carey. Oh, no. Girl. She is funny, though, a bit. But she, like, she's funny because she's so intense. Like, she, yeah. she isn't humorful. That is true. Yeah. That's what I feel like it's going to be a, but where are the jokes in the run through? And then yeah. she's going to be like, oh, Brooke has lit a fire under my ass and I need to tell oh, me. Kiara like, oh, is going stop. home next week, I'd say. That, well, if it's a Celine Dion runway, then it could be Celine Dion lip sync and she is Quebec, Quebec, Quebecois. So I mean, which stuff, Celine Dion song do we want? Obviously. It's, it's all coming back to me now. No? The oh. only one. Yeah, that is the that's only, the that is the only available opportunity. And I think based on the track record of the songs, they're giving us what we want. So Yeah, yeah. that's it. So mm-hmm. that should be it. Well, look, there we go. That's what we can look forward to. Who do you think is going to win out of that lot? I'd say Jimbo or Priyanka could have it. Could have it. I'm, I'm going to give it to Priyanka. Cool. Nice. Based on her choice of Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for Snatch Game. Yes, I'm very excited. I think it's going to be one of the better Snatch games we've had in a few years. I think that it is going to be a really strong cast doing great work. I'm excited for it. Hopefully so. I'm not, I'm not convinced that everyone's going to do really well, but I think the fact that Joan Rivers is there, I'm going to be happy. Yeah, I'm curious about how that goes. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I mean, I would have preferred Kellyanne Conway, but that's okay. There you go. Sure. <laughs> and let's hope that the producer listening to us and we're getting it's all come back to me now as a run. Better be. Better be. 100%. Better be. Um, we, we, you won't have to wait too long to hear our feedback because we're moving Canada to Saturdays now. So you'll hear our feedback on Snatch Game this Saturday. Okay, until then, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at SissyThatPod, and we will talk to you on Saturday. Bye! Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.